Ian Moss, Troy Casadale going to be playing in Geraldton Wednesday, 20th of July. And I had the great privilege uh, to catch up with both of them uh, separately. So, uh, look, let's kick this off by catching up with Ian Moss. Yeah, a bit of sunshine today in, in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, all good. Oh, nice. Do you get uh, an itch at all? Because obviously you've been uh, making music, you've been touring, travelling uh, quite a bit, well, for many years, you know, with all the great music uh, that you've been doing. Do you get an itch at all when you sit around for too long? Uh, oh, yeah, for sure, you know. Um, and we had to put up with that for the last couple of years yeah. with COVID. Um, but, it, it, you know, the, the upside of that for me was uh, I'm someone who doesn't, it doesn't uh, tour well and then write well. I, I, you know, the the two. If I if I'm doing gigs, I, I just cannot get into the mode to write songs. And a lot of artists are like that. You kind of you feel like you've given your all to to at the gig, and the last thing you want to go home is is, is, is uh, work on a work on a, a song. Mm-hmm. So you need time off for that. Um, so that was good for me. I, I got got stuck into it uh, back in you know when it first uh, first came down and. In March 2020, by June, we are all locked down in Sydney. Uh, so I just bought myself a bit of, of equipment and got stuck into writing. And uh, now here I am, uh, you know, writing in plenty of uh, streaming services like Stan, Netflix, Apple TV, uh, Prime, uh, right. <laughs> um, and the list goes on. But uh, now I've got plenty of work done. And I'm about uh, 95% of the way through a new album now. Oh, wow. Awesome. And look, speaking of new album, obviously you've been doing a bit of work with uh, someone, another icon of Australian music, and uh, you got a tour on the way as well, uh, finally. Uh, tell us a bit about Together Alone. Together Alone. And uh, just make, make make no mistake there, boys. It's not like we're together alone, but we're not alone together. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Troy Cassadaly, the... the, yeah. the uh, like a like, so such a likable lad, uh, big massive heart. Uh, Troy Troy Castadale and I, yeah, we're on we're on the road together, um, and we've done a bit of we've done a lot of writing together and some recording, um, and uh, it, it's going really well. We're really happy with the the songs we've we've co-written. Mm, how did that come about? Just uh, Troy was a fan from way back. He, he tells the story of uh, you know, back in the real early days when he was only fourteen or something, and Cold Chisel were uh, still on their way up, really playing at the South Draft and RSL. <laughs> um, didn't get classier than that, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and him, uh, he had an uncle who was working on the door, and he said, "Oh, yeah, uncle, you're going to get me in, get me in." He said, "All right, son, I'll get you." You know. I'll sit you side stage, but if you move from there, you'll be out on your ear. And uh, so there he was at the age of 14, and he was a big fan of me, uh, my, my guitar playing at the time. But anyway, yeah, uh, moving on from there, about 12 years ago, Troy was doing an album of covers, particularly leaning into soul and blues singing. Uh, he invited me to come up and sing, sing, uh, uh, do a duet with him, a vocal duet on an old Dan Penn song, classic from the, I think the 60s or early 70s at the latest, surely, uh, Dark End of the Street. Um, and that's in the set, by the way, um, that we do on the Together Alone tour. And uh, uh, I, yeah, it just struck me, I thought, you know, because I kind of thought of, oh, you're Troy, that's a, he's that country singer, right? But uh, man, boy, can the can the lad sing the blues? Um, and that's, that's my love, blues. So that's where we're, we're connecting really strongly. And there's, you know, I mean, that 
the roots of country and blues and rock and everything, both are fairly, fairly deep-rooted in blues and perhaps, you know, some traditional Irish music. Uh, so with that, they're not that... They're not that far apart, really. Yeah, wow, far out. So, uh, folks, we are chatting to Ian Moss, talking a bit about the uh, Together Alone tour album that's on the way. Uh, Ian working with uh, Troy Cassadaly there. Uh, what else have you uh, been up to, uh, Ian? Uh, I know you're obviously very busy preparing for the tour and, and working on the album. Uh, what else is on the schedule? Well, that's, uh, that's mate, that, that's pretty full-time work. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I imagine that's so. Got me, that's, that's got me, you know, the rest of the time is, is, is me time. <laughs> yeah, very true. Time off, cause it, it's just full on. It's, uh, I've, you know, I've got other gigs on as well as a Troy, too. I've got, there's plenty of, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm also out there with the band. We were in Perth just recently at the By the Sea. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, many more of those are coming up. So the shows, um, the years, the calendar's filling up really quickly. So that's that's me. Uh, you know, I've got my work cut out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And speaking of that calendar, folks, you should be jumping online because that Together Alone tour is coming to Geraldton. So uh, make sure you get your tickets quick, fast for that one because undoubtedly uh, that will be selling out. Uh, chatting to Ian Moss, talking about the Together Alone tour, the album. Uh, it's all happening, Ian. Uh, before I let you go, just one question. Uh, look, is yep. there? you said you had that couple of years, you got busy writing, working on music. Was there ever a period in there when you're looking at your career and you're like, you know what? I haven't done this yet. I want to do this. Is there anything uh, like that that music, that professional bucket list that you're working on? The professional bucket list? Bu- bu- bucket list? Um, Have you, you know, done I'm, it all? I, no, look, I'm, I'm always keen on sort of looking, look, you know, these days, God, I wish we had YouTube around when I was, mm. uh, when I was first learning guitar. You could uh, just pick on any particular style of guitar playing you like and get any kind of lesson you like it just on snapping the fingers. Uh, I, I mean, I've, I've had a, you know, I've always done songs like Georgia on My Mind and Cry Me a River and uh, all those jazz blues ballads. Um, that's my, that's one thing I definitely want to do is do an album full of that stuff and maybe even tour it. Wow. Um, just purely, purely the, the jazz blues ballads. I, I just, I love the challenge of, uh, Modes and keys and minors, melodic minors, major minors, harmonic minors, etc., etc. So one of these days, look yeah. out. All right, now let's catch up with the second half of what's going to be a massive concert, a massive event here in Geraldton once again, Wednesday, 20th of July. Get your tickets quick, smart. All right, let's catch up with Troy Cassadaly. I'm very well. Thanks for taking the time. Sorry, I'm a bit late here. I'm sort of like just in dream. <laughs> oh, mate, you're two minutes later. I think I can forgive you for that. <laughs> I've been I've been sitting here just jamming along to some drums and going, yeah. oh, you know, I'll get to this in a minute. And next minute, it's like, holy Jesus, fifty two, fifty two past. So, oh, you're not a, you're not Guns and Roses. You're not Axl Rose rocking up four hours late to your to your concert. So you're doing all right. <laughs> no, thanks for the time today, mate. I can't wait to get over there and play with Ian. It's going to be awesome fun. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I did speak to to Ian yesterday. Had nothing but good things to say about yourself and uh, the experience of of making the album. Of course, the tour as well by the same name, Together Alone. Um, what was it like for yourself uh, that experience? Because Ian did tell the story as well that you first saw uh, Ian called Chisel at, a, at an RSL back in the day, and now here you are, ready to go on tour, making an album with him. Mate, it, it, it's surreal because, um, you know, Ian was the reason I picked up a Stratocaster guitar in the first place. Um, a lot of people would say, oh, it, it was Stevie Ray Vaughan or it was Eric Clapton. But um, for me, it was Ian Moss. You know, I, I went and saw them live at the South Grafton Services Club and it was a hometown gig for Don. 
And being able to sneak in there underage, I was <laughs> 16 and a half, I think. And the only reason I got in was my uncle said, look, he was a, a local football player and he just said, look, I'll let you in, but don't drink. Well, of course, um, the rest is history. <laughs> and um, I got to see Chisel and had an absolute ball and they tore the place apart. So, you know, to be able to take this show on the road, to do some recording with someone like Ian has been incredible fun. And I think, you know, when we sort of combine our, our powers when it comes to storytelling and, and songs and stuff like that, it's been incredible to see how this show's actually grown. By the time we get to Gerald, I think people will see a really, really good good version of this thing. It's going to be great. Yeah, so there, you guys are going to be here 20th of July. And it's uh, it's interesting, actually, because uh, working in radio, you, you read a lot about music and musicians and obviously a lot of rock and roll and, and country as well. Uh, the, the roots come from the blues. And uh, I'm sure yourself, uh, Ian Moss, and so many other artists out there love the blues and, and are so inspired by them. Um, what is oh. it about the blues that is such an inspiration and has such, I mean, it's got legs. Like the blues today are still as popular as they ever were. Look, I, I sort of sit here sometimes and when we started our rehearsals with Ian, we had we obviously cancelled two and a half, three mm. times because of COVID. But we realised that our music grows from the same tree and you're right, it's very, very blues based where, where countries related we, you know, roots music is really, really important. And like you say, there's just as many people that will come out to watch a blues show as, as, as any time this, this time of, 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 the, of the year as, as 20, 30, 50, 60 years ago. Mm. And I think it's because foundation music always tends to rise to the top of everything else. Any fads or pop music that come and go, um, they come and go, but um, the, the roots and the foundation music are the ones that stick around. And that's exactly what we're actually taking around the countryside. I mean, Sitting here in between each interview, I'm sort of you know doing the doing the guitar thing like this, yeah. <laughs> and and Ian and I spent probably half an hour to an hour playing our favourite old songs before we even started rehearsing wow. this show, and that's that's the sign of of good old music and how it brings people together. Yeah, really, really is. So speaking of come together, people get to the show 20th of July. They're going to be in Geraldton, uh, Ian Moss and uh, Troy Casadale. Now, you've got the uh, the Elvis biopic coming out, and obviously every time a movie like this comes out, uh, the, the, the the sales go through the roof. There'll be so many people who are, who are familiar with Elvis but not the music, which is great. Uh, creates great exposure for that artist. Uh, just on the subject of blues, is there a blues artist that you think really deserves a biopic to really elevate their music and to – make people more aware of, of blues itself? Well, look, I just, I just watched the, uh, the Elvis biopic mm. and, and, I, and I absolutely loved it. Um, and I think taking a, a, a leaf off that actual branch in that show where he got to meet B.B. King yeah. downtown, B.B. Uh, King's a pretty interesting character and he inspired a lot of people. But I think he would be a perfect opportunity to, to do the rags to riches show uh, to show how much the music changed uh, when he started compared to when he passed away. Mm. And, um, and they're the sort of things I think that fascinate me as well. I mean, I've been a, few, a huge fan of um, Stevie Ray Vaughan's for years, but I think you have to go back to the well and see where these fellas actually got inspired from. And when you go back and, and have a look at all these incredible uh, artists like Albert King and B.B. King, Albert would be interesting as well. But they're, they're, they're artists that I've listened to in between doing country gigs on long drives in a truck. Um, sometimes we'd drag out some of these old foundation things and as well as there'd be Tom T. Hall and Merle Haggard, there'd be B.B. King and, and different people like that and Albert King as well. And that's what led us to the modern stuff. 